Greetings, all you commanders, eagles, and angels. We are here with you tonight, and you're listening to A Night at the Round Table. We are coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station 2. We are your hosts for this evening, and the guests for this evening, Tara Green and Rama Berkowitz. And we're here with our wonderful co-hosts, psychic, medium, and soul historian, Omina McGee, and energy healer and bioenergetics expert, Vinayak, and our time together begins on this show now with our brother Vinayak. He is going to lead us in a gentle strong, beautiful meditation, and then I pass this talking stick to you. Good night. Thank you, Tara. It's good to be with everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening. It is now the only time there is. So I'd like to invite you to just settle in to whatever's going on right now within your life. Find a comfortable place for you to sit or lie down and just be undisturbed. And just please allow yourself this time just for you. And we're going to begin by taking some nice deep breaths. So breathing in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. And breathe in through your nose again and out through your mouth. And find a nice, gentle, easy rhythm of breathing for yourself. Whether that's fast or slow, you know and your body knows which one is best for you. And we continue to take some deep breaths as you listen to the sound of my voice. And let my voice take you deeper and deeper inside yourself. And as you go deep inside yourself right now, I want you to look for that spark of light, for that spark of light That everlasting flame that is you inside yourself. And just for a moment now with me, put all your attention on that little dot or that brilliant light that is you. However you experience yourself in this now moment.
and continue to take some deep breaths. And allow that light, wherever it is in your body that you found it, just allow it to float into your heart. And bring it into your heart. Just invite it into your heart. And just notice your heartbeat now as you breathe. Gently, slowly, rhythmically for you. Now I invite you to let that light slowly sink down to the bottom of your feet. As it travels through your body, to the bottom of your feet, and when it gets to the bottom of your feet, you notice this beautiful golden thread, cord, rope, emanating from your root, the base of your spine. And let that light and let that cord go down into the earth. And we'll call this grounding. And let yourself feel completely grounded. To let that light and that golden cord unite. And you notice that without any instruction at all from you, automatically connects with this beautiful grid work of Mother Earth, of our beautiful Gaia. And as it does so, it gathers up these beautiful gifts from the Earth, this nourishment that is there for you. And you gather all of this nourishment and information and all these gifts from the other earth. And now you bring that up through the cord and along with that beautiful light that you are. Back up into the bottom of your feet. past your ankles, past your calves, your knees, your thighs, feeling it uniting in your pelvis and in that foot, that big shot. And bring that light and all those gifts up into your heart. And if you feel your heart expanding, just allow that to happen. 
And we'll call that love. So that is what you're made of. That is who you really are. That is the essence. The pure essence of who you are is love. And we're going to let that love that you feel right now rise from your heart and let it go into your throat. And you might notice words, you might notice a song, you might notice humming. And you just naturally feel inspired to do. And bring that loving energy into your third eye. That brow center between your two eyes. And just notice how that love feels as your third eye opens. And as that happens, you notice that your energy and this loving energy that you are is rising into your crown, the top of your head. As you feel yourself expanding in a column of light now, going up into the cosmos. And let that column connect with this sphere, this sun of all suns, this golden, golden light, shimmering. And notice how you feel right now with all of this shimmering light coming down and in and through and around you, surrounding you. Notice how you feel. And as you do so, allowing yourself, experiencing this light and this love that you are, Bring all those gifts from the cosmic energy, the central sun, and bring it down into your crown, down into your third eye, back into your throat, and into your beautiful heart. And once again, notice how your heart just gently and easily, without any effort at all, starts expanding. And you notice that you're taking in more love and more light than you've ever taken in before. Feeling completely safe, loved and adored for who and what you are. And let that energy keep on expanding your heart. If there are emotions there, just allow yourself to feel the emotions. 
and acknowledge yourself for this wonderful, magnificent, joyous journey that you're on in this visible presence and body. And if you choose to acknowledge that you chose to be here, each are choosing to be here now. Maybe choose it again for yourself. And notice the freedom that you experience by choosing to be fully present. By choosing to express and to expand and to share the love that you are with all the beings on planet Earth. And notice how you expand your energy field. It's endless. You notice that wherever you want to put it, you're already there. Throughout the galaxies, throughout the planet, throughout the planet, throughout all that is, you are endless. You are eternal. And you notice that light that you are, that you started with, is even brighter now. That flame feels more like a roaring fire. And it's allowing you to transmute and to dissolve anything and everything that up to now has felt perhaps problematic or challenging to you for you. I invite you to see this fire now as Blazing the violet fire. You might see or feel or experience that fire. You're calling a beautiful violet ray of energy and light. And as you experience that, you notice your heart expands even more. And you're embracing and taking in even more of the gifts from the planet Earth, from the cosmos, from the galaxies, the stars, the planets. And right now, allow yourself to be in and feel fully supported in love. And extend that love to everyone. Unconditionally. Knowing that you are this energy, this loving energy that you feel right now. Expanding and growing. And as you allow that to happen, 
as you breathe deeper and deeper, I invite you to open your mind and let these ideas and the information that we have for you in tonight's show be shown to you, be given to you, be shared with you. And we invite you to stay tuned as we give you and share with you the show that is designed to support and to love you even more. And with that, I acknowledge the law of one, which is when one is harmed, all are harmed. And yet, when one is helped, all are helped. And with that, I acknowledge that it is done, and we let it be. Namaste. And I pass the talking stick back to our Faction 3 White Knights, Rama and Tara. Greetings again, everyone. Thank you, Benaya. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And um, so we have our little round table here, and I was thinking of passing this talking stick to you, Amina. You might have something to share with us. We're going to go around our round table. How's that? Okay. All right. That's good. Well, good evening, everybody. And if anybody has any questions and you want to talk to any of us, I'm going to give out the number right now. And to call Station 2, the number is 888-429-5471. Again, that's 888-429-5471. Or the local number is 323-744-4841. Again, that number is 323 323- Seven four 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 eight four one. Having said that, I just thought that I would do a little bit on four archangels. And the neat thing about archangels, regardless of your belief system, or even if you don't believe, if you ever find yourself in the need, all you have to do is call. And I'm going to tell you that Michael, the archangel, is for protection. And you most certainly can call him. Or anytime you're driving, you can have him before you, behind you, above you, below you, around you, keeping you safe and keeping everybody else safe around you. And we have Archangel Gabriel, who is the communications angel. And she is there if you get stuck with something, if you don't know how to express something. You can definitely call her in to ask you to give you the words and just wait, listen, and it'll come. It's amazing how it does happen, but it does happen. And we have Uriel. Now, Uriel is all about the earth and the beauty of the earth. And you might be 
maybe wondering what to put in your garden, maybe wondering what to hang on your wall, what colors should you use. Just call him in and he'll help you decorate. That sounds funny, an archangel helping you decorate. But he does that. And Raphael, I call him the green angel because he's the, he's for healing. So you can most certainly ask him to come in if you're fretting about something or you're going to talk to the doctors or you don't know what to do, whether to go, not go. What do you believe? What don't you believe? There's so much stuff out there would give anybody anxiety. And he'd be really good to bring him in to help you heal your mind, body, spirit, whatever you need to do in conjunction with whatever else you're doing. And usually the steps that you might require, <laughs> I work with people all the time and they look at me and they go, how could you know that? And I just go, I ask. Romina, I think you muted yourself. Romina? I did by accident. Who was I last talking about? You were talking about Raphael. Okay, Raphael for healing. Thank you, yes. Raphael. Yes, and I was talking about the things that you need to do if you're going to always ask. Just decide which archangel you want to ask, and if you don't know... Do what I do. You ask them all. And then, of course, you have to listen. And be very aware if you have selective listening. Because then you're only going to hear what you want to hear. Or if you don't like what you hear, you'll turn it around to what you want it to be. That's what active listening does. That's why it's called active. It's very active. It never hurts to believe. To believe what you're doing. But the most important, you can ask, listen, believe all you want. But if you're not open to receiving, it's not going to happen. And how do you know you're receiving? If you're open to receiving, if you're not. It's very, very simple. If people practice thank you a lot more, enough lovers will be more open to receiving. And rather than taking for granted what somebody does for us. Always thank them. Because it's amazing how that tiny little bit of gratitude grows and grows and grows. If you're open to saying thank you, that's the beginning. I don't care if it's a stranger that opens the door for you, if it's the clerk at the store that says something to you, whatever it is, just be aware Thank you are two very, 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 very powerful words. To give them and to receive them, they're very powerful. With that, I pass the talking stick back to Ram and Tara. Anybody there? Is there anybody home? They're there. Okay. Uh, I think they're having problems unmuting themselves, uh, Almeida. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it took five times to get the thing to unmute. Yeah, the mouse is acting funny. <laughs> oh, they're all, the mice are all acting funny. Do you blame them? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. 
absolutely not. Um, but thank you for this good, good news and good ways for us to connect with the archangels. Yes. And uh, don't forget the fairies, everybody. They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're at our service. They most certainly are, but they're a lot more complicated than archangels. Yes, Be I think because they share they share the earth with us, and we're not sometimes very nice people. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to share about the fairies before we pass the talking stick, Mina? Well, the only thing I can say about the fairies, if you really want to, you have to have a relationship with them. You have to believe that they're real because they are. And, of course, always be kind. Be kind to whoever, especially the fairies, because you have you have water fairies, you have wood fairies, you have tree fairies, you have earth fairies walking on the earth. So always pick up after yourself because they have a hard time thriving and living if there's a lot of litter around the place, whether that's in the water or whether it's on the land. So it's really about respecting their living space as well. And they're very, very grateful, and they will pay that back in their kindness, too. Again, you can talk to archangels, ask for the help. You could do the same with the fairies. You want to read up about them if you're going to work with them, though, and learn and understand them. That's about all I'll say right now about fairies. Thank you, Rita. You're welcome. And all you got to do is put in that computer and see what you come up with. There's tons Oh, absolutely. And Omina, if you ever know of a better place to go look or anything like that, please send to Rama, you know, Koran999 at Comcast.net. We will love to share it with everybody. Thank you. Okay. So, we're going to turn this back over to our brother, Maniac. And ask as he wishes to share with us. And we are grateful. Thank you. And I pass this talking to you. Hello, everyone. Once again, I just want to share some love with you all tonight. And just really acknowledge each and every one of you. For the path that you're on. For we are all guided. And we're all in our perfect place right now. In this now moment. Everything. Is in support of you. Succeeding and having. That which you desire. And as Amina just so beautifully told us. Allow yourself to receive it. It's all about opening the door to receiving. Ask, and it's yours. It's already given. Can you allow it? Can you receive it? And that virtually goes for anything that you're desiring and wanting. And just knowing who you are and what you are made of 
which, as I said in the meditation, is love, allows yourself to not only receive it, you can also attract more of that which you desire, which, of course, gives you more to give. And it's always an ebb and a flow. There's more than enough for every person. Just allow that abundance in and also be willing to let it out. To give it, to share it. And we all have love. That we can give and we can share. And that is abundance. It is who we are and what we are. And the most precious gift we can give to anyone is being fully present Acknowledging, acknowledging them because you know who they are, because you know who you are as well, and that you are all one, that we are all one, and that this gift that we have to give one another is recognizing That we are all united. That we are this oneness energy. So at times you may feel you have more of it to give, and at times you may have, may feel that you would like to receive more. Whatever you are in this now moment, This moment in time right now, allow yourself to be there completely and fully. And in that stillness, in that presence, all the gifts that you desire, the answers that you seek. The wisdom that you are. The wisdom of lifetimes. The wisdom of the masters. Is available. In that still quiet moment within yourself. So. Whatever is going on in your life, remember, breathe deeply, breathe in gratitude and love, and allow yourself that self-care, that time to be with you, and know that you are the precious and most worthy and deserving 
gift of the divine. Thank you. Namaste. And I pass the talking stick. Back to Rama and Tara. Thank you, Naya. I take it to heart. Very much so. On this holy Thursday evening, I would like to share that uh, long ago, uh, back in, uh, I think it was 1979 or 80, uh, the, uh, you might say that Holy Thursday, I'm not sure which year that was, I think it was 1980s, um, the faction Three White Knights and the faction Two White Knights met together on Holy Thursday. And what they actually did is something similar to what we're doing. They kind of said a prayer, something. And what they said is, may the best man win. And what they meant is that there was a responsibility to uh, what St. Germain uh, appeared to the Founding Fathers at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. There was you might say a recommitment to see to it that democracy that way maintains itself throughout all those years. That was hundreds of years ago. So these Faction 3 White Knights and Faction 2 White Knights that we define right now have been busy you might say debating the issues, would you say? Yes. In a rather uh, um, a rather strong way. And if anybody wants to comment again on the round table, please step up and say so. And I will also say that as we continue to talk, um, that those two numbers Omina gave don't hesitate to really come come and participate because we're going to talk about the Vasara law for for the the whole of the rest of the period in a way where you can all interact and ask questions and tell us stories, whatever. And let me just get this out again. Two numbers are eight 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 four two nine. Five four seven one or three two three seven four 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 eight four one. Okay. Now, um, again, in earnest, the Sarah Law. Um began its, uh, you might say, um, uh, its uh, beginning, began its beginning 
in the year 1949. Yes. And do you want to say anything about that from your experience about that with the Faction Three White Knights, Rama? Just that, uh, like, we have shared stories over the years about um, a man named Sam Brown who, uh, let's say, for, for better or for worse, kind of took it into his hands to take um, the world's wealth and redistribute it to we the people. And it has been quite a wild and crazy ride, to put it simply, mm -hmm. because uh, it is about a larger story that comes into play of this dissimulated reality, as Greg Braden calls it. And, yeah, it is a simulated reality. We helped to co-create this simulated reality along with all of heaven and earth. And it's about moving the energies higher. And somewhere along the way, let's say, um, things got a little more complicated. Maybe what we can do is read what we have for our mission statement for this uh, night at the round table show. Yeah. And then we'll read the background history of this Thursday show. It's had a number of names and it's had different forms in history. Mara? Yes? I see we have a caller from Maryland on line two before you get into reading. Okay. Thank you. Aria. Hey. Hey, Tara. I just want to ask who, who Rama talked to this week. That's all. Just go, go down the list and get back to the, the regularly scheduled, uh, Nisara, um, uh, uh, recap, I guess. Okay, Rama's gotta go get his notebook. Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> so um, we, 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 we get to this before we got too far into the meat of, of things. Yeah. Well, we Thank were going you. to interweave it because it's a, a long story. I know you're going to get the nutshell, though. Okay. Um, Dara? Yes. Dara, yes. let me... Uh, perhaps you'd like to give out your uh, web address also for those people who are not familiar with your web address. And then, well, Rama's getting the notes. Uh, RainbowRoundTable.net. That's simple. RainbowRoundTable.net. Okay. 
Um, Go ahead. So I talked to the poppy lady today and the nameless ones, and they are um, getting ready for Easter in Weesock. In the Weesock Valley? Yes. How many people are joining with them this time? There's at least 20,000 people there. Okay, everybody. And Buddha's birthday, the return of Lord Maitreya, County Maitreya. The old timelines are fading away, and the new ones are overlighting and coming in. And the empires are playing out their high stakes end game. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens as they play out their end game because that is the old timeline that's coming to a conclusion and how I could describe it is is like the Hopi prophecy entails it's the zigzag path that leads to nowhere and that is part of the circle cycle of completion right now. And the stakes couldn't be higher right now on this planet. Because I do mean they are playing with the highest stakes uh, right now, basically, where, let's say, they are playing with nuclear brinkmanship to call it right to the edge. And like we have been told by Astra, no nukes. Yet China and the United States are edging ever closer to uh, that cliff. And the, the United States are focused in the China, South China Sea on Taiwan. Yeah. And the Chinese are focused. The Chinese have been circling with their fighter jets the entire north and east and south. And, of course, the uh, the west of Taiwan is right across a little channel. There's China. But um, the United States have a stake in Taiwan. Yes. So that brings our military onto the scene. And when Rama said, you know what happens, they don't get to do this anymore. No. They want to keep war going on forever and killing and death. And that's their food, you might say. And I would just say, you, you have watched the news last night. You noticed how furious Mr. Mitch McTurtle was, McConnell, as Joe Biden announced that he's re he's rescinding the tax cuts for the rich. Yes. Which means they don't get to keep that money. And there's a fury going on here because uh, a woman, the vice president, a black woman, an Asian woman, uh, the vice president, can win the final vote as there's a tie. 
And of course, there's a lot of stakes at hand too, because if you haven't noticed by now, Joe Manchin, a Democrat, likes to play with the Republican side of the fence. I'm just going to say that we got a very interesting signal. And I want to just give a little quick history. I think I spoke a little bit with you, Laria, so you have a little insight. But um, in 2008, a group of us who were working for the Nassara Law to come to, to pass spoke with a member of the 78 programs. I'll just leave it at that. And she talked to us and she said, there will be no more communication until it's time. And then I'll give you a signal. So that was back in two, 2008. And she went, you want, she went underground, you might say, to keep her safe. And we got that signal last Monday. That is a very, 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 very important note on the caveat of this story, which means that it's coming to its fruition now. Uh, so that's important to just say in the re-update. Yeah. Is there anything more you want to say about that, Norma? Just to, in closing, the populati and the nameless ones want us to focus on the resurrection flame and the energies pouring in right now with the bringing peace to the planet as we enter this holy season going on. Um, I talked to many folks. <laughs> this Wait a minute, tell everybody what you're at. Benayak is asking, uh, you know, the people that I spoke with this week, I spoke to a few people, and it is mostly each day talking about how the light is pouring in and getting stronger and stronger. This simulated reality that looks like Mordor, to, you know, describe it, is fading away because the light coming in is lifting everything higher and higher. And I can describe it as this resurrection flame that we work with on Cheryl's Calls that has to do with the ascended masters and the frequencies of light pouring in from the archangels and the other beings of light that surround this planet. And it's only getting more and more intense and higher. This is creating quite a dichotomy, I use that word, for the dark side because they're getting more and more antsy as their plans of destruction are not exactly working. They're in a roundabout way getting exposed. And it has to do with power and force and control at the level of the 
old empire story has ended. That's why I said that, you know, we're at the end of this end game, and the stakes couldn't be higher on the planet, yet love is the answer. And I'll just say it again for the record, no nukes. Yet they are playing to amp up their fear factor because that's all they got. China has nukes. The United States has nukes and they're playing. That's yeah. the ultimate challenge. Those, um, and like, the, the saying that mother told you and the king told you a long time ago is that as the eagle and the bear align against the dragon, that's time for intervention. Yeah. In our civilization's development, that's a time. <coughs> that's very important to remember. And maybe I'll read yesterday's when you're complete there. Well, I mean, because it's pretty, pretty important. Which in, I mean, in yesterday I talked with Sweet Angelique Cat. Right. And she was in Paris, and they're having another month-long lockdown. And it, it's just things are being played out to the nth degree right now. And it's about as the frequencies get higher and higher, the folks that are not aligned with the office of the Christ, you're going to be with more and more, so to speak. Yeah, and um, yesterday um, you told me that Sweet Angelique, the cat, said to you, I am in Paris, and there's another lockdown, and then she went on, that's the third one. Yes. And I will be Joining Tom the Ringtail Cat, Larry Curly, and Mo at Stonehenge, Easter Sunday morning. Yes. We will be calling in the Resurrection Flame. Our mission, Lord Rama, as Lord Ashtar told you long ago, is to bring the good news that the galactic forces of light are here in orbit, along with Lord Michael's legions and the guardians of the United of the universe of Nebadon, and another name for the guardians of the universe of Nebadon are the Great Silent Watchers. Sweet Angelique continued and said, speaking in behalf of the guardians of the universe of Nebadon, quote. We bring the wisdom of the goddess and nature and nature's God. And Sweet Angelique went on, go and share the good news that we will be stopping by for tea anytime now. Namaste, Lord Rama. That's a metaphor for the, let's say, the physical manifestation of these folks. And their blessings that they bring to us. Yes. Which is the blessings of the Nisara law being enacted and, and passed on. And 
And another thing, we've been told this a long time ago, as this occurs, and it's imminent now, that signal is not, I mean, that's 14 years ago. 2000, did I say 2008? Okay, 13 years ago. Good number. Mother said this number. 13 years ago, we were told, in other words, that a signal would be given when it was an imminent moment in time for Nassara to get enacted into law. And that happened this past month, 13 years later. That is very important. And what happens is that all the corporations get the death penalty as as an operative of evil. Yes. And everything that was taken is given back. And and a great amount more of abundance. In order for us to to together create the garden of heaven on earth again. And on a side note, um, cannabis was legalized today in New Mexico. Yay! It is about changing how, like, um, there was a guy who I knew back in the 60s, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, he had a head shop in L.A., and he wrote a book called, uh, his name was Jack Herrera, and you could go and look him up on the Internet. H-A-R-E-R? Yeah, Jack Herrera. He actually has a cannabis strain named after him you can buy in the dispensaries. It's a unique blend of, I mean, I think it's like um, sativa as opposed to indica, where it's an uplifting kind of energy. And Jack Herrera was one of the ones that talked about how we don't need to use fossil fuels anymore. Ever again, everything that we need to create on this planet in terms of like this table here, your car, uh, the food we eat, everything can come from the cannabis and the hemp. And they've been doing it for thousands of years on this planet. And it's time we Stop draining the mother's blood called oil and change how we can interact. And we pass the talking stick. Also, uh, also, um, Karen Rama? Yes. Uh, just a comment about that because it seems very relevant right now. Uh, what does the faction three, uh, white knights tell you about the incident with the so-called Evergreen when the ship was blocking the canal. And then, of course, there was the big semi that blocked the freeway. And uh, how is this all related to um, what we're talking about is uh, the oil on the planet and uh, what's the relationship? If you could kind of talk 
about that. And also, I want to make a comment that anybody that you mentioned for the listening audience that's not familiar with these names and people, um, please go see their website, uh, rainbowroundtable.net, and uh, there's an explanation of all these uh, wonderful beings that Rama and Tara communicate with. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Thank you, Vinayak. And on the front of that home page, there's a bar on the top, and there's one word where you can click on to get about 33 pages of an explanation about what we're all about. And we're gonna, we're really gonna work on helping people understand what it is uh, tonight. We'll do more of it. What I could say about the uh, ship, mega ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal, this has to do with the old empires that are still desperately hanging on to the fossil fuel industry because they actively do not want us to move into the realm of free energy. It puts a damper on their lifestyle and their way of life. And their way of life actually is anti-life, to put it simply. And right now, there is a great shift going on in our local universe, our local solar system. And the planet herself is just saying, enough is enough. And this is why I bring it into the realm of what Greg Braden talks about. Three things, climate disruption, conflict, and consciousness. The climate disruption is about how we are not in balance with nature and nature's God, as we do not talk to the trees, the fairies, the elves, the hobbits, the dwarves. Um, they are not necessarily happy with that, and as we go about our business, chopping trees down and sucking your mother's blood, they have ways of actually stepping in to our physical realm, stopping the machines of war. Like you meant, remember a movie called Fern Gully about the fairies. They actually stopped the machines from cutting down the trees. And this is what's happening on many, many levels across the planet. The higher realms are stepping in and stopping the machines of war. And it uh, will only increase until all the machines stop. And what I can say about the Suez Canal and what is currently going on is that, um, number one, the Clinton Foundation, the Bush crime family, along with the other crime families, have a vested interest in keeping the fossil fuel industries going. And nuclear energy is one of those. I mean, it is a very stupid idea to heat up nuclear fuel rods to boil water. 
<laughs> really stupid. And as what has been explained to me from Dahani, Yahoo, uh, of the Cherokee Nation, is that uranium is a element in uh, the periodic table. Uranium is in the ground for a purpose. It's supposed to stay in the ground, and it works with the violet flame. It is not to be extracted and turned into uranium fuel rods or plutonium or any kind of other technologies of death. And the result of when you take and use the violet flame with the wrong energies, it will cause death. So, Rama? Yes. Rama? So, is it your understanding from the faction of Three White Knights that this was um, a galactic uh, intervention with the, the ship? Or does it, uh, was it a natural, quote, accident? Or was it uh, perpetrated by for lack of a better word, the dark side. Or I do you know? Say, yeah, I could say that it was uh, intentional. Yeah, the word evergreen for that ship, it's a nickname mm. for Hillary in cold. Yeah. And so this is the dark side on the Democrat side, flexing their muscles and saying, you see what you're going to see. We're going, we can stop everything. And we will if you don't do what you're told. And that's coming from that side. And, of course, the Republicans are in complete opposition. And I recall right at the time when the ship was getting free, the moon was full. We were having the full moon. The tide was rising. And this has to do with the relationship with the moon and the earth. And as the tide rose, they were able to free the ship. And I think the Galactus kind of helped with some energies. I don't really know. No one's told me that, but I would say it is about the higher frequencies pouring in as well. In other words. Both and. Both and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I passed the talking stick. What about the day Thank before? You. Thank Go you on. both. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for night. Um, um what, you want to the go back? The day before, Tom the Cat talked to me and he talked about, um, the martial arts uh, teacher, mixed martial arts, who was filming George, George Floyd's murder and talked about how the policeman was using a special martial arts chokehold called the blood choke. Right. And they are taught these things in the police forces how to use deadly force. A lot of the police in this country are trained by the Mossad and the Israeli IDF forces. And they are merc merciless. They 
don't have compassion. And it is kind of a strange dichotomy that we have this relationship with Israel. And I just have to say that is a whole nother dissertation that could take all night to talk about <laughs> because it involves the larger story of how the true Hebrews are not the Khazarians who were from Khazaria and not from Judea or Palestine. The true Hebrews are the black Hebrews. And they're the people of color all over the world. That's right. And it has to do with the convoluted history. 520 missing years of the Aboriginal Moabite nation where, you know, they don't want to talk about this piece of the puzzle. This is why in the center of the story today, George Floyd is the center of attention and how racism is a systemic problem in this country. Correct, from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, just about the majority of the founding fathers were slaveholders. And it goes back to the original Babylon story about the changing of the races and the uh, original fight that went on between Enki and Enlil and the fallen angels about one group wanting to create worker slaves to mine the gold, and then another group wanted to, let's say, teach the people how to embrace the higher wisdom and the higher teachings coming in from the ascended masters and the forces of light, and that's uh, created the Tower of Babel, essentially, and it's a whole long other story I won't go into now. I passed the talking stage. Okay, well, well just, go ahead. Before you start, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to in, interject here. All the more reason that our listening audience, who I would consider the, the light walkers and, and the light talkers and the light carriers and the light beings, for us to emanate and know and experience the oneness and the unity of all races, of all kinds, of all beings, uh, galactic and earth beings as well. So, you know, as we really know in our heart of hearts, that we are indeed one. We do dissolve this whole energy of separation and this darkness that has been perpetrated for thousands of years, uh, which led itself and lent itself to controlling others. And we are moving out of that timeline and away from it completely. And so I just 
wanted to add that, you know, we're all the ones that we've been waiting for and we are changing the planet and we are changing the timeline and we are ascending each one of us together. So I pass the talking stick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Rama back last Friday you had a pretty good message, not you? Yeah. Last Friday, Rama's saying here I received a text message from Professor Nicodemus as well as Professor Z. And that was at about twelve fifteen that afternoon, early afternoon. And these two characters worked at Los Alamos for years. They're both, yes. they're both um, quantum physicists. Yes. And that's the nature of who they are and their passion for you, I think. And they said to me, Lord Rama, there is a new star that is going to show up in 2022. Yeah. And this story is, as Bernie would say, huge. This star will be seen by all of humanity and all life on Earth, as well as all life on 26 other galaxies that converge at supergalactic center with our Milky Way galaxy. And all life on those galaxies will see as well. It will be able to be seen with the naked eye. And I don't even think there's much more. It was just like, let's put that in our pipe and smoke it. This star, else? Yeah. this star will show up in this Cygnus constellation, mm. the Swan. And mm. it is a supernova that is um, already going on at this time. It's... Uh, going through that experience and by next year we will see the result of that supernova it won't affect the planet say or the solar system yet the waves of energy will come in and we'll see and experience all kinds of wild stuff okay um there's more, but let's have, have this, uh, let's get these numbers out again. And anybody that wants to call in and please do the more questions that we can share. This is a really good time to do it. Uh, as it's coming where that coming and that word soon is really quite imminent. I mean, you know, we have the sick. That we waited for 13 years to receive. Okay, so the numbers are 888-429-5471. Again, that's 888-429-5471. Or 323-744-7471. Again, that's 323-744-4841. Okay, and Omina, anytime, if you have a question, because I know you want to know more about Nasara. 
uh, and it would be just really good to get a little bit of feedback from someone who doesn't, but uh, know enough or or much. <laughs> um, I think we would like to read this. There is a mission statement we have here, and then we put an addendum on it that will go together with it. It will come out sometime after today. Yet our mission at a night at the round table is to offer insightful, supportive, empowering, and uplifting information from our diverse and talented co-hosts to our international listening audience. We aim to educate our listeners on a very variety of subjects and to provide a safe place where everyone is welcome to express their opinion and to ask questions. We encourage and look forward to our live listening audience calling bbsradio.com station 2 with your questions and concerns on current or past topics, especially those that expand and awaken the collective consciousness with practical solutions or suggestions. We aim to inspire, encourage, and insist, assist our listeners on their path of growth, healing, and enlightenment at this challenging yet transformative time on our planet. So here's the rest of this. This is a big note. The history of a night at the round table Thursday show sheds light on its original purpose and enriches the present mission statement. The previous history of this show goes back to the farm claims and the 78 programs that are connected to one of the 40 original note holders. His name was Sam Brown. Mr. Brown, in 1949, had a change of heart where he wanted to share the wealth of the world's controllers with all the people of the world. The reason he could act on such a presumption at the time is that he was a part of a collective who held all the riches of our planet in their hands with the authority to decide how to redistribute that wealth granted to them by the fallen angels. In this present world, we call them by many names, which can collectively fit inside their title, the corporation. Yet, on, on this Holy Thursday, in the office of the Christ, and only in the office of the Christ, we, the people of Mother Gaia, take back our power and collectively ask for forgiveness for anything any of us may have done to cause any harm to all of creation, for all time and all space. In love, truth, 
peace, freedom, justice, seasoned with divine mercy, wisdom, and compassion, and beauty for all it can be. We ask that this is done, that this be done, for the highest good of all concern to happen here and now, and so it is. So, a night at the round table is a place for us to come together in consensus in the name of Saint Germain and the Violet Flame to begin again and create divine divine government as co-creator gods and goddesses, all that is. Faction 3 White Knight Larry the Cat copied, pasted, and sent this message to us from Tiara Kumara of I Am Avatar. Quote, My best advice is to forget most everything you have learned up to this moment. Forget even how you arrived to this moment. It does not really matter. All that matters is that you are here now in this new moment and you are upgrading tremendously. You are moving into a quantum reality, a timeless, multidimensional, synchronous, simultaneous, unified field of infinite potential. We are all avataric agents of happiness now, and yes, we can. Blaze the violet fire, Tara, Rama, and all the faction three white knights, including and especially Saint Germain. Namaste. Okay. I finished that. Thank you, Tara and Rama. I see we have Sonia online too. Sonia. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Great. Wonderful. I love what you just read. Great material being covered. I like it. Uh, could you please tell us in sequence of how Nassar was formed from a bill to a law, to the law, and then who was involved in it, how it happened? <laughs> yeah, you know, they were taken to the ship to sign the, 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 the uh, um, all, all the goodies. Don't, 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 don't omit any juicy part. <laughs> okay, that's a tall order, Lady Master, and I accept that. I accept that. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Um. Well, it all starts a long, long ago in a galaxy not far away, right. if you will. Uh uh, and so what we're saying is that really started 450 billion years ago. Yet I'm going to fast forward that to planet Earth, as there is all kinds of wars in heaven, all through different star systems. And it was like a 5,000 year uh, galactic war so in the fifth dimension, using fifth dimensional just, you know, watch Star Wars and you'll get a little glimpse yeah, about another, a symbol pole. Another classic story about this is called the Mahabharata. 
that's got three you can actually purchase three videos or you know i don't even know if those stores are around anywhere <laughs> but you could probably watch them on you could watch it on youtube the mahabharata it's in three film uh so it's about something at least between six and eight hours altogether right and essentially it's what we're describing called the war in heaven and the war on earth and it it is part of this original story that was part of the Orion War that was brought to Earth. Yeah, and and India is considered Lemuria yes. in terms of its nature, along with the South Pacific Islands that are involved. Yes. And so uh, that's that. And then in the West, it's the Atlantean Wars, plural. And there were five huge bodies of land that completely filled up where the Atlantic Ocean is from north to south. That was just mostly land. There were little waterways in and around these five bodies of water, but it wasn't just, you know, one place. And, I mean, cussing and discussing in the form of fifth-dimensional war games then, too. But back to 1949, which is one of the main points in the most recent history, as we were talking, there were 40 note holders. And these 40 note holders held together all of the wealth in every imaginable form. These notes were hundreds or thousands of trillions of dollars. So I each, each. I, I, the astronomical figures of how much money in terms of these notes is like, I don't even know how to describe it except what we've seen on the internet called the 40 zeros plus. Yeah, and we we had absconded with technology when the Roswell incident in 47 happened. Yeah. And we learned a whole lot of stuff from EB, extraterrestrial biological entity. We actually knew how to stop him from being able to walk through walls. We caused, the United States government caused that ship to crash in Roswell. Yep. Because these people were coming to warn us Please stop your nuclear experiments because they are disrupting the local solar system. We sent something to the moon and then it came back and it was mathematically targeted. What was that we sent to the moon and then it they came used back. some kind of radar to bounce particle off beam weaponry. Something to bounce off the moon and cause the uh, Zeta ship to crash. Yep. And there was another one that crashed too, and they don't ever talk about it. There were two. Yeah. And, uh, we just, they keep things secret. But the point was that they wanted to take advanced technology and use it to control the people of the world. And that's not according to the law. Is there something else, Rama? Mm. No. Okay, so we go on. Yes, uh, Sonia, did you want to say some more? Um, I, I'm listening, but mostly, if we can move forward a little bit to the part where 
who contributed to writing it. And in 2000, I became a, a bill, you know, more of the modern state of it. And then the law oh. signed by oh. Clinton. Okay. The there were a group of members of Congress plus a senator from Illinois named Barack Obama. He was part of it. There were 15 of them all together. Yes. And from 2003 until, no, from 1993 to 1991, these members brainstormed and created the first you might say Nassara bill. And that was presented to Congress in 1999. It was put on the table. The Bush-Clinton crime family snatched it off the table and made up, made up one that was their own liking, which was going to keep the corporation and expand on it. So it was called the National Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act. In other words, they wanted to recover the corporation and keep going and making it more huge. And uh, so we were basically behind the scenes, the uh, controlling uh, 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 um, Anunnaki slash Fallen Angels slash Vatican slash 13 Families. They were in a real war killing people that are working for the light. And we got to learn about some of them along the way. Uh, um, you know, that's the war in heaven that was brought to earth that never ended in heaven. That's how Atlantis was fighting and, uh, and Lemuria at the t- sort of the end time of Lemuria. It was failing and then Atlantean, the more male energy came in there and bullied around. And I'm just saying that the ultimate story is that, got to go back to Sam Brown in 1949, as he was the only one of those original 40 note holders. And five of these notes were many, many, many times larger than the others all put together. So he had one of those. And so for him to say, I want to help, but he wanted to be the big cheese and decide who was going to get what, and that wasn't going to happen. This had to be done in world group service orientation with higher conscious awareness. So, yes, the nuke was dropped in 47. I mean, 45, excuse me. And shortly thereafter, the Ashtar command said, you won't do that again because they actually came, became part of our military in the sense that 38 levels above the president, there was an organization called the ACIO formed and it was called the Alien Contact Intelligence Organization. And the Ashtar Command became members of our military. In other words, they had authority to intervene. And there was a prime directive stated there. And this is the prime directive, and it's word for word. 
non-intervention in a civilization's development unless in case of nuclear and or psychic holocaust. And there's no changing the words. It's exactly, it's precise, and it's been there since 1945. So the point is, is that behind the scenes, gazillions of actions of intervention have been going on by the Ashtar Command to guide this. You know, the one caveat that's really important is that they may not violate the people's free will choice. Now, granted, the people's free will choice was being mind-controlled in the populace, and that's a form of psychic holocaust going on. So there was just numerous uh, meetings at, at, at these big organizations where the Ashtar Command or representatives of the higher leadership uh, and literally sat with people. Um, in 1964, I think it was, there was a Star Nations meeting. 61? Was that 61? Before Kennedy clone was killed. Yeah, only Kennedy's clone, Kennedy Sr.'s clone was killed. JFK Sr. is alive and well. He's been kept in a witness protection for all these decades and decades and decades. And he'll be 104 years old this year on his birthday, which I'm not sacked, but it's somewhere. Not coming too, up. Coming up. <laughs> Might be April, May, June, summer in here. Mama, you'll have to look it up. It's getting close. So... That changes the whole story. And the confusions and all these things that are coming out now, there's no blame. It's just that there's a war going on. So, and the war is not going to end badly at all. That's what the intervention is about. This is the time. This is the now moment when the dismantling of the weapons of war ends completely. That's not the plan of the ones that are considering themselves the controllers. Yet, that's another reason why we listen a little bit to people like Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert, because they know, and they, I mean, the last report was saying that they thought it might be another year or two or something. But what they did say is there's no way that the Going to, that they're going to be able to maintain beyond that. And intervention is decided when the will of the people want it, not when the will of the corporation wants it. So that's why the intervention and the signal that was given is now. And so now means now, and of course, again, they may not, they may not violate free will choice, Yet, as Margaret Meads always said, it only takes a small group of us to live the fifth dimensional consciousness and higher to change the can, world. Indeed. Tara? Yes? Can, can we go back to 1990-something with Obama with 15 other um, 
individuals uh, wrote the bill that was presented to Congress in 1999, then what happened from that period to when it became a bill under Clinton? So we know it is a bill, a, a, a law. Uh, okay, well, it was a bill uh, that was presented and placed on the table to be debated on March 9th, 1999, to the whole of Congress. And as I said, uh, the Bush-Clinton crime family snatched that original bill. They put a fake one in, and Rama gave you the name. Uh, they called it the uh, Stabilization and uh, and Recovery, uh, Act. Recovery Act. And that means those two letters are the same, but they have nothing to do with each other. The true Nassara law is National Economic Security and Reformation Act. And that and that was, was and that was signed by Clinton into law. Yeah, but not in 1999. It went for <clears throat> another year. Right. And um, and in that year of, of March 9th of that year, 2000, um, uh, the King of Swords and Faction Three White Knights, King of Swords was issued in 99, a starship by Ashtar. Yeah. So he's been maneuvering on a starship ever since then. And there's other starships that are working too. And we've reported it along the way. Our friend, the poppy lady in Afghanistan with the, uh, Bigfoot people and their starships. They're, yeah. Oh my God. What a horror story over there. But the, the, the primary thing is that the next year on March 9th, 2000, the entire Congress was frog marched from the White House. There's an entrance onto the starship that the King of Swords has. So they were frog marched through the White House onto the starship, and Saint Germain met them there, and he gave them a little pep talk. And all these faction three white knights with their phasers out surrounded the entire Congress and said, "You will vote and sign this." You know, you will vote for Nassara Law. And everybody did. Everybody buttoned their lips and did exactly that. And then they were taken back to the Earth plane. And then that year of 2000, before Bill Clinton left August, uh, I mean office, on October 9th, right? Mm. Or was it 10th? October 10th of the year 2000, yeah. Bill Clinton put his John Henry, signed his name as President of the United States onto that law, onto that bill, and it became, it became the law. What that did is it released all kinds of unlimited funds to the Faction Three White Knights that they could use, uh, you might say, to play hardball, in the sense that uh, the uh, the fallen angels were going to fight for their very ownership of the planet and its people to keep their way going. Yeah. And so but you have no idea. We're just doing our best to pull the records of the history together 
over all these years. Rama met the king in 1980. I met Rama in 1986. And it's been going on in our in our lives. We didn't meet until 1991. And we met in a very interesting place. We met with Shield and Sharula. And we lived together with them for a period of time. And Shield and Sharula are from... They Telos. Well, Sharula's from Telos. Shield... Uh, Shield and Sharula are twin flames. Uh, so I'm just saying, and Sharula is 200. She'll be 226 years of age this year. I don't remember her birthday, but she was born in 1795. So you figure it out. And so that's, that's another piece of the story. And again, that's a commitment that we all make. And nobody's better or worse than anybody else. We each have a fractal of the puzzle. And what we do is we are in our infinite state of wisdom before we voluntarily choose our parents, incarnate, and, you know, write a script about our tests. And we get all these tests and we have free will choice as to whether to do this, that, or the other. Nothing's right or wrong about anything. There's agreements that are being elevated into higher and higher commitments as we do this together. And so ascension happens when there's enough of us that by our free will choice have committed to the ascension. And earth is in tandem with our soul vibration she listens to us and some of us listen back and some of us make a mess the point is is that this is we're doing this together it's all at once or nothing at all and there's a line that's been drawn in the sand now when these dark ones decided that they were going to murder four billion human beings and then did it and now it's like was 16 it's 17 months now going on 18 months um, here we're in april the 18 months um so that line in the sand was drawn by mother and mother told us and this indeed will happen and it's good time and yet i got that signal so it says that we're in the final phase of whatever that is and there's still no dates yet that's something to do with patience being a virtue and continuing the work and continuing to work together and don't lose faith. Open charity. One last thing before I go here. Yes, wonderful. Uh, so that document itself is going to be revealed to the American people, right? Because there is a document that exists. Is it hidden in a vault, like the Breton vault, with so many other valuable documents? Where is this piece of document? Oh, uh, we have been told, that's a good question, but we've been told it's in an undisclosed location until the appropriate time. And the other thing we've been told is St. Germain is in charge of the timing of getting the SARA enacted into law. He is in charge. That will be, that will be the time when the, uh, in, in the, uh, judicial system, when I know people who are attorneys, they know nothing about Nicara law. Their idea nope. of constitutional law and everything is so different. So to see this 
knowledge so widespread and acknowledged, uh, it's going to be an amazing shift. Yeah, and I was going to say, Sonia, that's a really good point because uh, the the uh, cabal, the fallen angels, uh, created the uh, study force to become a lawyer, and it had nothing to do with anything except corporate law. That's it. There is nothing to do with democracy. Nothing to do. As a matter of fact, this reminds me today that was somebody that came on the call, and he was very much a Republican or a conservative. And at a certain point in time, Tom Hartman asked him, do you believe in democracy? He said, no. And Tom Hartman said, okay, thank you. And I don't discuss or debate with people that don't believe in democracy. And he went on to the next person. But yet and still. Well, yes. I, w- I just wanted to comment a couple of things. One is there are no laws. They're all statutes designed to uh, facilitate the um, the power and the uh, power structure of the corporate world. And number two, to remind people that we now have a new timeline available to us, and we can actually let go of this concept called death and ascend with our physical bodies and transmute and uh, change our physical bodies. So all is available to us if we choose it and if we believe it and embrace it. So we don't have to go to war any longer. We don't have to go and die any longer. We don't have to kill each other. We can recognize that we are one, and we are one human family ascending into the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth dimensions and beyond, into infinity. We are the ones we've been waiting for, folks. So I'd like to just invite our listening audience once again to Call in to us. Uh, you have those numbers, Sandy, Tarn Rama, that's us talking fit. Sure. And I just want to add one caveat to that. That's everything out that you've mentioned is there available and we are still, nobody's being violated with their free will choice. In other words, if somebody doesn't want to believe in democracy, they have a total free will choice to do that. As somebody does not want to ascend in this body, they have a choice not to do that. This is not, you know, a strangulation operation. I I just wanted to make that clear. There are some people that want to choose to do other things. And the, the number one thing is do no harm. That the galactics will defend. And totally agree. Our system. Thank you. So that being said, the number here two of them. One is 888-429-5471. And the second number is 323-744-4841. Okay. Hope that helped. And, uh, okay, to go on with this, the creation of the bill. 
like we said in 2000, March 9, 2000. That's when the bill was created, yet, like I said, the Bush-Clinton crime family put their fake one on there and tried to pull the wool over our eyes, but no. And uh, really take time to read these 33 pages or so. It's, it's, it's really detailed, and that would be overwhelming to people to just try to read and we agreed not to do that and overwhelm people here so uh, that is worthy re time now to read it because it's going to come into our our view uh, for everyone and just to make this one point too that I mean we know people all over the world that are sweating to try to get money out of that turnip called the corporation. And if you're not in the in crowd with those upper elites, I think there's something like 900 people now that have more money than the other half of the whole world consolidated in there. A few, uh, 900 people compared to. And again, there's a whole bunch of people missing yet. That's another thing. Remember, Mother said this after 9-11. She said, anyone from the point of 9-11 on who has left their body and wants to come back, they can come back into the same body totally, completely well ascended, you might say. And they can join with us and do the celebration and ascend with Mother Guy. That has been a promise from Mother Segment, right? Because that violation of over 90,000 people being killed that day, not three, uh, was a, a, a red line too, well, a bit too far, you might say. All right, so what else? Um, um, Can I ask a question? Oh, yes, Omina, please. Okay, thank you. Um, you were talking about ascending all free will chives, the whole body, you know, going in our body or staying on the earth forever. What happens when you ascend? What happens to your body? It turns to light. Oh, okay. So you just become a light body. Yeah. And you can go between dimensions. In other words, you can densify that light body at will, and yeah. that's what we call apparitions, you know, or people having having a visit from Ascended Master Saint Germain, etc. You know. In other words, we get to be Saint Germain's, all of us. We get to be right. Saint But then we're already Ascended Masters, I would think, at that point, where we can just come in and out whenever we want to. Well, there's a couple of things there. It brings to mind something. Um, nobody ever has ever come to Earth unless, and that's the good, bad, and the ugly, unless they ascended at least three times in three different time-space continuums besides Earth. That's a big deal. You and have some. You have somebody on line three. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Okay. 
Lady Master, thank you. This is uh, Padme. Padme. You're a Padme. Speaking of coming to Earth, it's num- it's four five six here. I'm I'm phoning in. <laughs> hi, uh, hi there. Good evening and greetings. Uh, I a couple things. One, well, I wanted to thank Amina for. Uh, I loved what she said about the archangels. Um, that was very cool. Uh, and then, uh, and Dr. Vinaya had a wonderful opening and an additional piece too. That was great. And, uh, and then I will say, you know, you guys have been talking no nukes quite a bit and I, you can, I just wanted to throw Mr. Kesha's name in there because, you know, he's doing all this work to really create the one world, um, not one world, one planet, you know, peace on earth here by, by offering the nuclear platform as an open platform for everyone, including the plasma technology and the, and that just negates the, you know, the power structure because you can't, you know, if, if all these governments, I mean, from what I understand, there's been a big shift in the last couple of days, maybe that there's more, um, some governments are relooking at this again. So, um, I'm sure Commander Randy will be back with us next week, but I just wanted to say that, you know, it's a big deal. And I don't know if any of you felt it, but last night was a huge shift. It feels a lot more peaceful here today. But um, anyway, I just wanted to say no nukes, no nukes. Uh, and Dan's water for everyone in the micro version and in the macro version. Uh, May Ron Kesh is really, you know, working on deplatformizing the 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 nukes. So that's all. Maybe you can elaborate, but anyway, thank you. Nasara now. Love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ay, ay, ay. That's what I can say. Ay, ay, ay. It's here. Yeah. I mean, it's... Thank you, Padme. Thank you. I would just say, too, that um, to what Omina was saying, everybody Everybody is an ascended master, but for what we choose to accept about that truth or not, it's not backwards. It's not like we're sinners and we're running around and we got to do penance. And that is a complete, complete miscreation of the reality of truth. The only thing that could be considered sin is someone getting in the way of someone else going home. Yeah. That's how I can best describe it. Where home is where? The heart is. Mm -hmm. And there are billions. I heard the figure 80 billion planets like Earth at least. Yeah. Like Earth. There are billions and billions of other planets a little different than Earth. And we're just talking about the Milky Way galaxy. We're not talking about seven super universes and gazillions of galaxies. I mean and there's only one of us here, no matter which time space continuum, which planet, wherever. And there is only an instant between 
not even an instant where we can show up on different planets and come back. That takes mastery. In other words, first of all, it takes consciousness to pursue knowledge of what that means. And again, I would say this round table has a whole lot to do with that. And Dara? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, Dara, your voice uh, got softer all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. Just so the listening audience can hear you. Um, can you hear me now? Is it still okay? No, it's a little bit better now. Thank you. I think it's because somebody hung up and made a really loud sound. I don't know anything about how that is, but I think maybe a, the sound took a time to fade away and bring it back to normal. I just guess. Because <laughs> we haven't changed anything. I thank you for letting me know. Thank you. Anybody else who has that trouble, just call into the station and explain it to Okay, so... um. So, Rama, this faction one, faction two, faction three. There's three factions, and. Yeah. Faction one is every name you want to call any organization that's working for the corporation. Yeah. And I'm not saying people that have formed a corporation that are working. For a purpose that's of the light. It's a little challenging to do that. And the, you know, the idea of taxes and these guys, that's another thing. It infuriated Mr. McTurtle. I said that long yesterday sometime. He, he looked like he was going to explode when, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden said we're re, we're re, uh, sending all those tax breaks that Donald Trump gave you. Because he didn't give it to the people like he said he was going to do it. He just gave it to his elite friends and himself. A very tiny, small group of people. We're talking about maybe 400. You know, 900 for the world, 400 for the country. Yeah, which, uh, so, so that's not what this was intended for, of course. Uh, we're getting close to nine o'clock. I was just going to say Captain Ashtar and all of these ones on the New Jerusalem and Sananda Kumara, uh, and Sanaka Kumara. Sanaka Kumara is another name for Lord Katumi. And Lord Katumi is you might say, Lord of the World, and Osana Kumaras, ancient, supreme, and eternal, and of, eternal of days. Yeah. And sometimes there's an addition called the future of days. Yet all time is present as we expand our consciousness to know that and actually be able to touch all those places and be it and share it. And take responsibility for it too. Uh, at a point in time, I had this record, and I even went back in the memory of it. I learned that during the time of early Rome, uh, these folks fed me to the tigers, you might say. 
Lions. Lions, excuse me. Lions, tigers, and bears. The thing is, is that they would have big gatherings and everybody would sit in stands and they like to watch the lions rip you to shreds. Well, I'm sitting there out in the open and they let the lions out. All the lions did was saunter down the the main way and they sat down and they just sat down with me. And they're all kind of like, what? <laughs> and in a sense, I ascended in front of everybody. And there's something to be said about that. And that, In other words, it's one thing to ascend three times before coming here. It's another thing to ascend while you're here. And I ascended three times like that here. And others have had those experiences too, and they can recognize it. And, and uh, again, St. Germain never needed to even come here and be the son of Queen Elizabeth I. He volunteered. A lot of us have done that, especially at this time. I don't know how many, but it's a lot of us volunteered to come at this time to be a support system for everybody else that needed a little help to wake up. So this is why Nasara is a landmark in the sense that it's bringing in divine law. And I know that in the corporation, there's only legalese terms, they're not laws. And, and that was a very good thing to point out that the night pointed out earlier. And uh, legalese is just another word for, you know, manipulating the population and keeping them mind controlled and promising money. And it's not this this law here that we're coming in. There's plenty of blessings in terms of funds. The idea of this divine law is to do world group service together and work together to, you might say, on a global scale, declare peace. There's a simulcast going on there to declare peace with the enactment of the Sarah law. And every single man, woman, and child, we're not talking about 500,000 naughty ones. They will be escorted to the, to the Orion's Belt in the sector where the uh, Dracos is located. And they will be tried, and the technology is already here uh, after the Sarah laws start being released. But they will instantaneously be able to signal to the planet, everybody on the planet will be able to watch live a galactic war crimes tribunal trial. Not going to be killed. They're going to be learning how. Jenny Logan teach me how to love. They are going to be learning how to love themselves and others. And we are going to make sure that we do our part to help all of those that got lost on. I think it's time we did pretty good tonight. Is there anything else that, are you still here, Sonia, or Benayak, or Ominas? You want to put a few pennies that are here to the puzzle here. I'm still here. <laughs> Is there anything and, uh, you want to say, Benayak? I just, I think it was a wonderful report, and I just encourage everybody to 
go to your beautiful website and also Caroline Oceana Ryan has a beautiful website. Uh, you can check that out. Um, both websites have information on the SARA if you'd like more information and, uh, just really want to thank everybody for being here and sending out love and light and know that <clears throat> if you are walking on the planet right now and still breathing, then you are indeed doing the work. And uh, we're all playing our role and all playing our parts. And um, even though we've talked about things that look like, you know, they may be dark or negative, we also acknowledge that there is no good or evil. That is a judgment call. And we are choosing to put out the energy of unification and oneness for all. And I love the idea of 500,000 being educated to love themselves and others. I think that is exquisite and what we're really all about. So with that, I pass the talk back to our host, Rama and Tara. Just as we move into this Good Friday coming up and Easter Resurrection, focus on bringing in delight and the radiant energy of that resurrection flame. It can change physical reality, matter, space, time. As we think it, therefore it is. It's like I keep being shown by all the kingdoms and queendoms, mind over matter, as you, you know, the, the scene that comes to mind that I keep, uh, having imprinted on me is the scene from Star Wars where Luke is being trained by Yoda how to focus on raising his ship out of the water of the swamp. And he's having a bit of a hard time doing it. And Yoda says to him, size matters not. Just do it. <laughs> and that's what we're being shown by the energies coming in. Just do it. Focus on the love coming in. All we are saying is give peace a chance. I pass the talking stick. Oh, I'm going to say, music maestro, play, play us a song. I know that our sister, Penny, Good night, everyone. Thank you, Omina. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Yes, good Blaze night. Blaze the violet fire. Blaze the violet fire. Thank you, Omina. Good night. Blaze the violet fire, folks. Love Blaze. you. Absolutely. Blaze the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs>